Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Project Management Insights. This episode is sponsored by Gantt Pro, interactive online PM tool for timelines and Gantt chart lovers has a simple UI with drag-and-drop simplicity, create your first project in seven minutes. An onboarding process and learning curve are really short. Great features for project managers, workload, custom working days, auto-scheduling, critical path, and a project baseline. Enjoy easy team collaboration and communication. Sign up, go and visit gantpro.com and sign up for your free trial and then if you decide to take out a subscription, use the coupon code PMINSIGHTS to get $50 off. Okay, so today in this episode, I want to talk about disagreement. I'm not going to call it conflict. I'm going to call it disagreement because I think conflict has a totally different perspective or connotation when we think about it. And there are many times when we might have all-out conflict, we might just disagree. So there's just disagreement between myself and another team member. So I want to take a look at this because disagreement is one of those interesting things that often creates a lot of stress and tension in our day. And I don't think we perhaps consider what's really going on with it that much in order to understand how we might behave differently. So here I'm looking at behavior more than anything. So you have a disagreement with someone. You disagree with their view about how something needs to be done. You disagree that they think they don't need to do something and you think they do. What happens? What happens inside you when you disagree? Do you notice that you usually get quite indignant and set on the fact that you're right and they're wrong. So you want them to do something and from your perspective, that's the only right answer. They should do it. There's no if, buts or maybes in it. And of course, over on the other side, that other person is just as adamant that they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it, they don't think it's necessary. So they're just as much in their space of, it's wrong and I shouldn't be doing it. So if we've got these two people at from very different perspectives and both strongly adamant that they're right, then how on earth can we come to a place of having a discussion and getting to a better understanding of what's really going on in that moment and about whether, for example, that particular thing needs to be done or not done? Well, in the space that you're in with one being right and the other believing you're wrong, it's not possible to do that. And the only way that you are going to get to have a legitimate and unemotional discussion 
about this particular issue, situation, problem, whatever it is that you're discussing and have disagreement about. The only way you're going to be able to find a place of agreement or negotiate a place of agreement is to find a place where you aren't emotional. And you're going to say to me, well, I'm not emotional. And yet, In that response, it tells me itself that you are emotional. You're believing strongly in what it is that you think is right. And in that space, you're emotionally charged to ensure that you get what you want, which is the person to do what you want them to do. Now, being emotionally charged In my world, emotion follows thought. So you're having a series of beliefs or thoughts that get you into the space of being so strongly adamant that this particular thing needs to be done. For example, you might think it's the only way to complete this particular task. The way that you want this done with this person involved is the only way to get this done. And you're so strongly believing that, that you're not open to hearing any other possibilities. And then when this person says to you, no, they're not going to do it, or they don't think that's the right way, you become angry, upset, and hurt. And I'm going to say hurt because There are other emotions underneath anger. You're hurt that this person is not going along with you, that they don't want to do exactly what it is that you've asked them to do. And so you are emotional in that moment. Your voice is tinged with emotion. You will respond emotionally in an emotional way to whatever this person says or does. And that person will subsequently hear that emotion. And that will have them put up their defences and or become emotional themselves because they will just as strongly want to, uh, what's the word, support? No, they will want to get their point across just as strongly and just as adamantly as what you do. So your anger is going to meet nothing but anger from the other side. This is what I mean about being emotional. And often it is unconscious. We are not aware that we are actually emotional in that moment. What I would ask you to do when you find yourself in a place of disagreeing with someone is to notice your emotional response. You'll notice it in your body more than anything. And I know it's not something that you might normally do as a standard thing to tune in and check in with the body and to notice what's happened. Have you clenched your fists? Do you feel really tense and tight in your body? Are you feeling that your voice or throat's constricted? What sort of other things do you notice happen in your body when this disagreement occurs. Notice. Notice the reaction that you're having. That's your emotional reaction. Then slow down and become really aware 
of where your mind was. What were you thinking and believing in that moment to have reacted that way or acted that way? There'll be a belief or a thought and then you might want to ask yourself this question. Is what I was believing true? Is this really the only way to do this particular task? Do I really need that task done? Ask that question and all of a sudden you might be open to at least hearing the other person's perspective. If you calm down and you take the emotion out of the situation, you might then be more open to having a discussion with that person. Tell me why you think it doesn't need to be done. Tell me why you believe that's not the only way. What do you know that I don't know that has you think that there's a different or a better way of doing it? Be open to having this conversation because this conversation is an unemotional conversation where you get to understand and learn from the other person's perspective with an openness that then will allow you to gain knowledge and information that might mean that you shift your perspective. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying that just because I'm asking you to look into your emotion and consider stepping into the conversation without the emotion that you have to give in. No, what I'm saying is you go in with a full understanding of the other person's perspective. You already have your perspective then you might be able to look at the situation with an overarching openness that means that you come to the best possible outcome for that given situation, issue, problem, whatever it is that you're dealing with. An openness, not a closed perspective based on your emotional, one-sided, tunnel vision, outlook, on the only way to resolve this particular thing. So be open to noticing, noticing your reactions, noticing when you locked into believing that your way is the right way and the only way. And maybe you might find that you have less problems, less, less issues, better outcomes, stronger and I guess better relationships with your team members because they'll see that you're open to their perspective, open to hearing them, open to wanting to understand their point of view. And overall, there will be less disagreements on your team, which will ultimately lead to more success and better outcomes. So just consider next time you're having a disagreement, what's really going on for you? And take the time to slow down and pay attention, both to your emotional reactions and to whether you're locked into just and simply being right. All right, I wanted to let you know that I have set up a Twitter account for Project Management Insights. So go follow me on Twitter because we're going to be having some discussions about project management issues, problems, the things that you're having big, biggest problems with. I will probably doing, be doing some 
quick Q&A sessions as well so you can ask a question and I will gladly dive in with my answers to the solutions. So if you are having problems with anything on your project, just come in with a broad outlook perspective. You don't have to describe anything in real detail and, and cause issues with naming names or anything like that, but keep it at a high level and, and let's get some Q&As going on the Twitter account, Project Management Insights. Go follow me and uh, I look forward to interacting with you there. You can also find me. I've now joined the projectmanagement.com uh, community. So go and find me there and, and uh, join my network. And I look forward to interacting more with you and discussing these leadership communication and team building issues on your projects. Okay, happy project managing for the upcoming week and I'll talk to you again next week on another episode of Project Management Insights. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.